Trying to ignore your negative thoughts is only making them stronger. That's because, like weeds, negative thoughts thrive in the soil of neglect. Hey, this is Gabe Kolstad here with the Midweek Motivation episode of Westside Podcast. And I want to talk to you about how you can overcome your negative thoughts. And uh, I, I remember when my wife and I bought our house, we loved it. We loved the layout. We loved the yard. Uh, all the things. We even loved the bamboo that sort of was in the corner of the yard. And it was really pretty. Kind of added this, I don't know, to us a special element when we looked at it. What we didn't realize was that bamboo is one of the most invasive weeds that you can imagine. And over the next few years, we saw bamboo sort of creep its way into our front lawn. And it became uncontrollable. I mean, every other day I was out there with the clippers trying to take care of another bamboo shoot that was coming up. And I had to do all kinds of research to find out how bamboo spreads, why it grows, what to do about it. And what I found out was that unless you, uh, one, cut it off uh, at the root and really kill the root, and unless you really make the grass super healthy so that it's really strong, that it's really thick, there's really not much you can do about bamboo. And I want to talk about how that parallels to our thought lives because the world is trying to rebound right now. I mean, everything has been kind of in this lull and it's time for us to rise and shine. And I'm not sure you're ready to do that. I'm not sure I'm ready to do that unless we can control the negative thinking inside our own minds. So let's talk about the principle of replacement because that's the real key to overcoming your negative thoughts. We often think if we just ignore it, it's going to go away. Well, actually, life doesn't work that way. Our thought life doesn't work that way. And most of the world doesn't work that way. We need to find something to replace the negative thought with unless we want it to just overtake our garden. And I know you don't want that. And I don't want that because there's too many people depending on you. Your loved ones are depending on you. Your career is depending on you. The people that look up to you as a person of faith are depending on you to uh, to show them how do you overcome negative thinking because it's one of the biggest problems that we have if we're going to rebound out of this season that we've all been in. And so I want to talk about that principle of replacement. Here's the thing. You've got thoughts that are coming in your mind and you have the power to take those thoughts and exchange them for a different thought. Jesus said this. He said in John 8, 32, the truth will set you free. He said, you're going to know the truth and the truth will set you free. So the question is, am I taking thoughts that are truthful and inserting them into the place where I pulled a weed out, uh, a lie out, something that wasn't true? So I'm going to actually walk you through four of the common negative thoughts that come into my personal head and I want to I want to show you the thoughts I'm replacing them with and kind of how to do that. So the first thought that often plagues me is this, I can't. I get this thought, I can't. You know, maybe it's a project that has come up and it's big and I say yes because it sounds exciting or I say yes because it feels like it, it needs to be done or it fits into what I'm supposed to do. And and I start looking at that project, I start looking at the pieces of it, I start looking at, "Oh wow, there's a lot to this." And what creeps into my mind is, "I can't do it. This is too big." I have too many other things going on. I'm going to let people down if I say yes to it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to fail on this thing. It's not going to turn out well. I come up with this I can't thought. Maybe I don't come up with it, but it comes into my head. I have to figure out what to do about it. And so then I go to Philippians 4.13 in the New Testament where the Apostle Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's such an opposite thought, isn't it? I mean, I'm going, I can't. And then I'm going, wait, I can 
do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I have to actually say that, sometimes out loud, if not at least repeat it in my mind, 10 times, 20 times, to sort of wash away that other thought. I have to picture myself doing the thing through God's power that I don't feel like I can do it on my own power. And there's there's a lot of truth to that. I can't do it on my own power, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's the first one that I deal with on a pretty regular basis. I can't, I replace it with I can. That's the truth that sets me free. Here's the second one. What if? Oh man, what if we go out on a limb as a family financially to help somebody and then we can't, you know, replace those funds. What if uh, the economy uh, crashes after all that's been going on? What if I don't have enough money for retirement? What if I can't pay for my kids to be involved in the activities that uh, they need to be involved in? What if um, I get into this relationship and it doesn't go well, or I do something wrong, or they end up not wanting to be a part of this, maybe it's a partnership or relationship. I mean, what if, it's just going to plague you, right? I mean, there's so many what ifs in life, but I've come up with the replacement. I think God gives us this very clearly in Joshua chapter one, verse nine. Instead, we can replace what if with God's here. And he's the difference maker. So it says in Joshua one nine, it says, be strong and courageous because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I mean, if you are a follower of Jesus, here's what you know. You know that God has promised his actual presence to you through a person called the Holy Spirit. That's God, the Holy Spirit. And when he says, I will never leave you or forsake you, he means he's here. It means every place you go, every challenge that you face, every negative thought you try to battle, he's here. He's with you. And that's a promise that God gives us through the Holy Spirit. So when you go, well, I'm, you know, I'm so scared because what if I face this situation and it doesn't go well, but then you go, wait a second, I'm not by myself because God's here. So I'm going to recap just a little bit. I can't, oh, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What if, no, no, God's here. He's able to actually change the circumstances. He's the power that I need. He's everything that I need and he's with me. That's a game changer, and I hope that you claim that one. Here's the third one, not yet. I find in this season, uh, the enemy's planting that in my mind more than any other thought. Not yet. It's like, man, I don't know, man. It's been a challenging season. I don't know. I I, I don't know if I have the wherewithal at this point. Uh, I just, just another week of rest. You know what I mean? Uh, How about another month of just kind of laying low, kind of trying to recover from this whole crazy season we've been in and all the chaos and all the extra work and all the hard thinking that's been happening, not yet. But I see in scripture a much different approach that God gives us in James chapter four, verse 17. It says, for the person who knows what to do and doesn't do it to them, it is sin. And so sometimes God's given you this nudge, right? And your response is, not yet. And James 4 would say, act now. I mean, this is an important time to seize the opportunities that God's been giving us. Now, of course, you got to balance that with time management and put your family first, put God even above your family, God, family, and then everything else. Of course, you got to have your priorities in order. But most of the time when we hesitate, it's because we're looking at our own life and maybe we're seeking a little comfort. 
maybe, again, we're going back to those pieces where we're not sure of ourselves uh, or it's not perfect yet. The plan isn't perfect yet. And for those of you who are perfectionists, this one, um, you, know, you might be trying to use that excuse. Well, it's not perfect yet. And, and what I'm finding is that if we wait for perfection, we're never going to move forward. If you want to overcome your negative thoughts, one of those negative thoughts is not yet. Wait. Stall. Make it perfect first. Don't let anybody see you do anything that's less than perfect. That's a trap. And so I want to encourage you to move from not yet to act now. That's what we see in James chapter 4. Here's the fourth one that I want to give you is this, is hold back. Hold back. Man, I mean, it's so easy right now to go, wow, what next pandemic might be coming? What other catastrophe? We should batten down the hatches. We should, you know, put more away. We should um, be you know, conserve our energy and our relationships. We should kind of turn inward right now. And so we go, hold back, because that's, you know, a safe thing to do. But here's what we see from Luke chapter 6, verse 38 is, no, 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 don't hold back. Give more. Don't hold back. Give more. Give more energy. Give more smiles. Give more help. Give more finances. Give more of yourself right now because Luke chapter 6 verse 38 says give and it will be given back to you but it says it's going to be pressed down it's going to be shaken shaken down shaken together it's going to be running over it's 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 God's going to give you more than you give and stinginess is not the way forward stinginess will consume your life stinginess is a weed that is growing in your life holding back not giving what you have to give the reason we're here on earth is to give what we've been given and give it back so we can be a blessing. So those are the four common things that plague me is, is I can't. And I respond with, I can't. It, it is what if, and I respond with, he's here. And it is not yet. And I respond with, act now. And then it is hold back. And I respond with, give more. These are four lies that need to be replaced with the truths. And we can do that. We can overcome those negative thoughts with this principle of replacement because Thoughts are like weeds. They thrive in the soil of neglect, and we can overcome those thoughts with the truth because the truth will set us free. Hey, I want to encourage you to do two things right now. One is subscribe to Westside Podcast. Go in and like it, share it, you know, send it to somebody. We would love that. We want you to engage with this content. The second thing is I want to invite you, if you really want to go to the next level in your life, I want to invite you to join me for one of our weekend gatherings at Westside Community Church where we're always sharing practical, helpful content that's truth-based, that's going to move you forward in your life. You can go to westsidecommunitychurch.com to find out more. I would love to see you there live on the weekend, either on-site or online. Thanks for joining me for Midweek Motivation. Have a great week.